Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's been described as the worst treatment scandal in the history of the NHS and a public inquiry is getting underway and is taking evidence today. Now, it is something that will be clear in your mind if you can remember back to the late 70s, early 80s. Maybe you don't remember back or maybe you didn't pass much remarks on it, but Simon Hamilton remembers and he certainly passed remarks on it. He's the chair of Haemophilia NI. Uh, Simon, good morning. Good morning, Frank. For people who aren't familiar with the importance of this public inquiry, which is happening right across the UK, remind us of the dilemma, please, Simon. Yes, indeed. Uh, This is an issue which goes back to the mid-70s. It it has had a life impact on individuals who have a blood disorder called haemophilia, where they lack a clotting factor. And uh, there have been uh, treatments provided over many years, and a number of those treatments which were made up of concentrates of the factor which was missing, uh, those concentrates were infected with contaminated blood because the pharmaceutical companies were utilizing uh, donors who were uh, from state penitentiaries in the States uh, and from uh, those who would be taking drugs. And as a consequence, hepatitis C, uh, which initially wasn't identified as that, it was identified as non-A, non-B. In other words, it was a new virus. Uh, that and uh, HIV were both uh, contracted because by, by, by thousands of people in the, across the United Kingdom and globally because of the way this treatment was developed. One infected person could have an impact on the concentrate of thousands of litres of concentrated blood which was processed. Uh, and therefore, lots of people acquired uh, hepatitis C. Some unfortunate people, a number of unfortunate people, uh, acquired HIV. And some people acquired HIV and hepatitis C. Uh, a number of people over the years, a significant number, thousands of people have died as a consequence of this. And there have been two inquiries, a non-legally driven inquiry uh, called the Archer Report. And then more recently, uh, in 2015, uh, the final report of the Penrose Inquiry. But both of those inquiries were ineffectual, uh, not able to provide any real answers or, or did not provide any real answers, I will say. And as a consequence, there have been a lot, there's been a lot of effort to drive for another inquiry, which we now have. I'll also say that a number of people were infected by blood transfusion, uh, and those, a number of those people have died as well. So the, 
there have been a lot of people affected and infected. And the inquiry is dealing with the issues of the infected and the affected. And this includes people who were receiving their treatment here in Northern Ireland? It does indeed. I would have been one of those people. Uh, I, I suffer from, I'm a haemophiliac. Uh, I, suffer from hep, uh, I suffered from hepatitis C. I was contaminated with that. And I ended up uh, developing cirrhosis of the liver. What are you hoping for from today onward, Simon? Because this has so adversely affected your life. It has had a massive impact on myself and many others. Uh, not only the individuals who've been infected, but also their relatives. Uh, lots of people have lost loved ones. Uh, and this is uh, finally an opportunity for their voices in directly to be heard and for them not to be forgotten. <clears throat> uh, that's very important in this process. Uh, apart from that, I am looking for what everyone wants, uh, some sense of justice. We want answers, uh, and, and clearly there are answers to be provided, Frank, because uh, 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 Lord Owen, who was uh, Minister of Health in the 70s, in the mid-70s, uh, David Owen, and uh, Andy Burnham, who was a Shadow Health Minister uh, later, uh, they both have identified and, and will be giving evidence. They've identified that a number of medical records, a number of government records, in fact, 450 files, have gone missing. Documents have been removed, uh, and there is a serious question mark over the processes which would be accountable for what has happened. So the the, the cover up seems to be yes. of a very at a, at a very high high level. Uh, have, have the previous inquiries, the non binding inquiries, have they, have they revealed that? Uh, the Archer uh, report uh, did indicate this, but because it was uh, a non-legal, in other words, it didn't have the power of a full inquiry to, to compel evidence, um, it wasn't able to draw the evidence out that it needed to. It had simply identified what it could. Uh, there's been, in the past, a resistance from the British government to address these issues openly and transparently. And that, that's in, in contrast with what happened in the Republic uh, when they had the Lindsay inquiry. The Lindsay inquiry there was very transparent. I have to say the current inquiry, the, the third of three inquiries, is the most likely inquiry to bring us the answers we're looking for. The government has accepted that uh, a, a wrong has been done and that that wrong needs to be righted. And uh, I've been with other people in, in London campaigning periodically uh, over the last year, uh, meeting members of government uh, and, and uh members of the cabinet office uh, the minister for the cabinet office and health ministers and we've been we've been putting the case for this treatment uh, for the treatment of those who have been suffering to be looked at more compassionately and for processes to be improved you obviously want answers but do you want compensation well, if I say to you, we, the, the, all those who've suffered, those who are bereaved, those whose lives have changed, those who were infected and affected to the extent that they've made life decisions which have altered the direction of their lives, this is all a consequence of the contaminated treatment and the impacts that that has had on individuals whose lives otherwise would have taken a different direction. So uh, what we will, if we say we want justice, we want truth, we want answers... And we want some recognition for the suffering that has taken place and continues to take place. There are many 
haemophiliacs and other sufferers uh, who've been contaminated, women sufferers with von Willebrand's disease, ladies who've been given transfusions and gents who've been given blood transfusions which have led them into having serious viruses as I've mentioned already. Those people, the impact on their lives, their ability to work and work normally, their ability to live normal lives, that has to be taken into consideration because there was a due diligence issue in terms of deciding what treatments should be provided and, in fact, what treatments should be procured. And that goes right to the very top. And when, when you go for checkups for cirrhosis of the liver and you're talking to yes. med- medical experts, uh, when you're yes. driving to that appointment, maybe when you're sitting at home and you're not feeling t- too well, do you, do you get angry at the idea of someone somewhere um, making such a mistake? I get angry at the thought that those who committed these decisions and and did that knowingly in many cases, in some distinct cases, that those people are able to to avoid the responsibilities and the liabilities for what they did. Uh, I'm very well looked after by the Belfast Trust. Uh, I have uh, very good treatment with the liver unit in the Royal, a very good treatment with the hematology unit in Belfast City Hospital. I'm regularly monitored. But the reality is with cirrhosis of the liver and bad scarring and part of my liver, that if uh, I have a a test, which I have ultrasounds every six months, I, I am good for the next six months. That's, that's, that's the commitment. So I live with the reality of that. And others live with the reality of cancers. Uh, my twin brother had a, a liver transplant after developing cancer for the same problem. Other folk have been going through the turmoils and distresses of having uh, HIV developing into AIDS uh, and, 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 and joint infections. And then the bereavement and the loss and the caring which goes on with the family members, all of that. All of that is in the mix in relation to this process and the, the, the truth that comes out of the public inquiry. No wonder you've called for it or you're among the people who have been calling for it. And I, I presume you, yes. w- will you contribute to it in some way over the, the next number yes, of I'm days? Going to be a, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm going to be a core participant. Uh, there are hearings in Belfast starting on the 21st of May. Uh, they will run for a week in, in the International Conference Centre at Titanic. Uh, and uh, that, that will be an opportunity for us to be heard, for our voices to be heard. The process of the inquiry, uh, there has been a lot of gathering of Information. There's a very powerful and, and competent public inquiry team and uh, through Haemophilia NI, we've been offering a broad umbrella to those who've been infected uh, across the domain, not simply haemophiliacs, from Villebrand sufferers, uh, people who've been transfused with contaminated blood. We're offering support to them and we have a legal team, Watkins and Gunn, and that legal team has been providing us with the support that we require and they will be standing by us through the, legal, through, through the legal process and through the, the public inquiry as it goes through the hearings. The next stage will be a further gathering of corporate evidence and then probably uh, later in the year or early into next year there will be a phase of hearings through with the professionals and with government and at that stage some key witnesses will come forward. Um, there are apparently whistleblowers who have already identified that things should have been done or things that were done should not have been done Um, and that will all be revealed in due course. Simon, I really appreciate your time this morning. Uh, Simon Hamilton, the Chair of Haemophilia. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. And I... 